Hello, and welcome back to Aureli Says Hi. I'm really excited. My first episode went way better than I expected. I, I don't know, I sent it to a few of my people first before I posted it online, and my people responded so sweetly. Um, when my husband listened to it afterwards, he cried because he was proud of me, so that felt really good. Um, yeah, so the people that reached out, seriously, I made my day, and it just, I don't know, I just felt really heard, and I felt really loved, and it, I'm just happy. I feel like this feels right, and that's just what happens when you do what you, when you listen to yourself, and you do what you want to do. I feel like it always kind of works out perfectly. Get into the episode today. I want to talk about my client of the week, and I'm not going to do this every single week, but for right now, I might. <laughs> Anyways, so my client of the week was a makeup look of the week. I do bridal makeup, and I love bridal makeup, but almost every single bridesmaid and bride that I get gets some kind of soft glam look, which is a classic, beautiful, I truly recommend it, honestly or something along those lines, right? So that is my go-to, and I really, really do love doing it because each face is very different, too. Like, each face tells me what to do, so that's, like, a whole thing on its own. But when I get breaks from bridals and I get to do other fun makeup, it just lights me up, and I get so excited. So I got a boudoir client. Um, It was kind of a boudoir. It was more like a sexy shoot, but not quite so... Uh, naked. I think she said she was wearing like a really beautiful dress. Anyway, so she wanted to go glam because she normally wears makeup and so she wanted to go full glam. Some of you might not understand this, but she asked for a glitter cut crease and it was like beautiful and smoky with these extra big lashes and beautiful glowy skin and then she wanted some Hollywood curls. Ugh, it just was so much fun. I got to pull out the loose glitter and I it just was really fun and I love it when I get clients like that randomly here and there because that's definitely not everyone's go-to look, like literally glitter. Um, but I love being able to do that every now and then. She loved it too. She messaged me afterwards and she still loved it, which made me feel super good too. Um, I definitely want my clients to love it as much as I do. It does not count if they, it doesn't mean anything if they don't like it. So that was my client of the week. And if you want to check out that look, I actually posted it on Instagram. So you can see that on my makeup page. Um, anyways, so today's episode, I wanted to talk about feeling your feelings. It's something I think it's very important and super underrated. And I know what you're thinking. I'm going to say that all the time. And if I'm, you're ever not thinking this, I want to know. <laughs> Anyways, um, I know what you're thinking. Ugh, feelings. I feel you. I hate feelings sometimes. I hate emotions. Like, even the good ones I find very overwhelming sometimes. Like, I am not a fan of PDA even in the words kind. <laughs> so, if my husband is, like, too PDA with his words, I'm like, ugh stop it. You're being gross. <laughs> but I do secretly kind of like it. Anyway, so all the feelings, there are a lot and I understand 
but they're so important and being able to tune into your feelings is such a good way to really figure out who you are. It is one of the very first things that really helped me be myself and help me really find my voice in the last few years. Emotions are whole lives and this is something I feel like we all could still use so much practice in is not just feeling our feelings. It is something that I think we could all use practice in is feeling our feelings. Um, first of all, there's... to talk about an experience that I recently had that feeling my feelings really helped me get through and I'm talking panic attack status. So I went to an event with a friend. Um, It is somewhere she loves to go. She has lots of friends there but it's a big crowd and while I was excited I was very nervous. I, I didn't hang out with this friend very often but I was very comfortable with her and the big space and all the new people, it was a lot for me. So I'm sitting there next to my friend and I have no reason to at all, but I am just like about to panic. Like my body wants to leave. I'm, and I don't understand it. And I, I'm feeling so overwhelmed that I, I, I honestly want to cry. And this was this year. It wasn't like when I was younger, this was earlier this year. I was feeling so panicked and my friend was being very kind like she wasn't sending any bad bad energy or anything like that and while I was about to leave I was there for like 10 minutes so I wasn't even there very long I was about to leave and I'm like okay inside my head I'm like okay Arali and I couldn't close my eyes because I'd probably look like a a weirdo but normally I would want to close my eyes And I'm just thinking, why are you panicking? What is it about this place or who is it or what is it that is making you feel like this? So I just like am able by practicing this because I have practiced feeling my feelings, I'm able to almost turn off all the outside noise, all of the people around me, and I'm able to almost like an onion, like peel back all of the outside layers and all of the outside noise and I start thinking deep inside, what is it here that you're feeling? And what I was feeling in the moment was pressure. And I'm like, pressure for what? Pressure from who? And it's pressure from myself in that moment. I was feeling like I had to be perfect or a certain kind of person to fit into the environment I was in. It wasn't a bad environment. The people around me weren't bad. It wasn't anything like that. But it's something that I created in myself that I'm I've been working on and I know I've been working on that I feel imperfect and I feel like I need to fit my surroundings and when I don't feel like I when it feels too much not like me like the natural me like I'm trying to put on this mask or this facade my body was fighting it and that's what that was so in that moment I'm like you are feeling that pressure no one is putting that pressure on you but you 
Nobody wants you to be a certain way. Nobody is asking you to put on an act and nobody is expecting you to be like them. It's something you have con like I don't know if I've been conditioned or if we've been conditioned or if it's just something or part of my personality but that, that is something I definitely deal with so I took a couple deep breaths and I thought just be yourself people love you when you're yourself and my friend held my hand in the moment because I was like she could tell I was about to cry and this is not like me to cry out in public either and I was like, I just took a couple deep breaths and I was able to stay for the whole event and I was fine. So that moments like that, figuring out what the real problem is, what the real issue is, help us. But not just that, what I have found by working on that stuff, I'm able to work through my shit. And I think that because I'm able to work through it, I'm able to enjoy the good moments so much more. You know when people talk about how they're in love and they like food tastes better, like colors are brighter, um, et cetera, et cetera. You know what I mean? Um, I feel like that's what this feels like. I'm more in tune with my emotions. I understand myself a little bit more because of it. And now when I have good moments, I'm able to be more present in the moment. I'm able to take away the pressure that I'm putting on myself and just kind of be more present and there's so many different ways that we can do that one of my one of the weird ways that I do it um is when I'm panicking I'm like how do my toes feel and how it, my toes feel is a really good indicator it just takes the outside noise away and that's something like you don't really think about or you can think about what my fingertips feel like that's another way to just bring yourself back into the moment and just enjoy it a little bit more. Another way I bring myself back into the moment, because it does take practice, uh, I don't think we naturally stay in the moment all the time until we work on it because I have had to really work on it to remember to stay in the moment and I actively work on it still. One way I like to do that it's just easier now and it's been my go-to, I just say to myself, where are you? Um, and I'm like, it's almost like I snap myself back and I'm like, where are you? And I think I actually got this from Ed Milet. Um, but I just look around me. Well, first I think when I say where am I, I'm thinking mentally and usually my brain is taking me somewhere that is not more important than what's happening right in front of me. So I push that back to the outside and then I look around at my surroundings and I look at physically where I'm at. And then I look at who is in front of me and who I want to pay attention to. Whether it's myself, a book, my kids, my husband, my friend, whoever. Bring myself back to who I want to pay attention to or what I want to pay attention to and then I remember why why do I want to pay attention to this and it's because I want to remember these moments with these people or I don't want to just remember or say that I did it but I want to really do it instead of just going through the motions maybe you don't do that but I very much can just robot through my day and I actively have to try to not robot through my day because I don't want to in 10 years be like oh yeah I took my kids to the park but I didn't really like I don't remember what we did or what it was like because I was just in my head 
other thing we have to recognize that I've realized is that we can be really comfortable in certain feelings and really uncomfortable in other feelings. For me, I'll tell you the feelings that I am comfortable in. I'm comfortable being happy. I'm comfortable being exhausted. I'm comfortable being grateful. I'm comfortable being stressed. And I'm comfortable being anxious and happy. Those are, or I said that already. (laughs) Those are my, those are what I'm comfortable in. I could go anywhere and be like, oh my gosh, I'm so tired. Oh my gosh, I'm all of these things. But I don't want to be anymore. I don't want to be comfortable feeling exhausted. And one way I have to, I've learned to change this a little bit is to first acknowledge it and literally physically write down what feelings I'm comfortable in. Does it feel good that I'm comfortable in anxiousness? No, but it's true. Give me a problem, I'll solve it, and I'll feel better about it. And it makes me feel good sometimes, you know? So that is something I have to recognize. So if I'm comfortable in that anxiety, I have to recognize it. And for me personally, I don't want to be an anxious person. And I don't want to describe myself as an anxious person. And I hate that I feel anxious. But for some reason, I am so comfortable in it and I'm so comfortable sharing it. So that is something I'm currently working on. But... First is recognizing the emotions and what you're comfortable in. Another one is setting the tone for my day. How I set the tone for my day is when I wake up in the morning, I think and hold on to the feelings that I want to feel that day. So the first thing I think about when I wake up is how do I want to feel today? Today I want to feel grateful. Today I want to feel happy. Today I want to feel calm. And that's about it. I feel like those are really good feelings for me today. Grateful, calm, happy. So those are my three feelings and emotions that I want to feel all day and that I want to give to people all day. So I wake up with that. And I'm human. It doesn't mean that's all I will feel. But at least I wake up with the intention of my day. And that way, when I'm having a really bad morning, which, by the way, I was feeling the angry feeling really hardcore, and maybe I'll share it at the end of this, why? But even in my angry feeling, I remembered, what do I want to feel? I want to feel grateful, I want to feel happy, and I want to feel calm. And gratitude is such a good emotion and such a helpful emotion. That is, like, my favorite one because when I'm feeling mad or sad, I can always go back to grateful and it makes me feel a little better. And if you go around just looking at all the things that are beautiful in the world and that you're grateful for, it's just a lot harder to be unhappy, in my opinion. But I do want to talk a little bit about those unhappy feelings. I am one to just push them to the side and kind of shove them under the rug. Sometimes when people hurt my feelings, I understand why they hurt my feelings, and so I don't want to bring it up. And sometimes that's good, and sometimes that's bad. From now on, one thing I've been working on is someone hurts my feelings. I just need to speak up and say it, talk about it, fix it, and move on. Or I can't complain about it, and I need to move on. So... I mean, all the things there's, I could list so many things I'm working on, but that's what I am trying to do right now. But sometimes you can't help but be mad or sad. 
And anger is an emotion that I'm realizing I'm not super comfortable in it. It makes me mad that I have to get mad. When I'm mad, I'm mad that I'm mad. And, but I'm very, I don't even know what to do with that sometimes. But my sadness too, I hate feeling sad and I just want it to go away and go away and not think about it. But when I do that, I end up exploding later and just like, raging on usually my husband who doesn't deserve it and then I feel awful about it so now instead what I do is I just feel my feelings and this was the first way I started it I had been sad about something for so long and I had been like holding it in and holding it in and then it was just building up to anger and anger and anger and I was feeling more and more out of control of myself like I felt like I was having panic attacks all the time and I was feeling like oh, like, I just wanted to scream all the time, and, like, there was so much noise all around me, and my kids were always loud, and my husband was always around, and my sadness had bottled up so much, and it turned into so much anger that this was all I had constantly, until finally I couldn't do it anymore, and instead of raging out for the first time, I went to Doug, and I said, you're in charge of dinner and the kids today. He knew I was sad, so he already knew what was going on. And I said, I need to go to our room and I just need to cry today. And he was so nervous. <laughs> but he's like, okay. He's like, do you need anything? I'm like, I just want to be alone. So I'm just going to go in there. I'll let you know if I need anything. So I just went in my room. It was around 6 p.m. And I just cried. And I couldn't help it. Like, my body was just like, ugh. like, it was just, it like when you want to puke but with tears and I just cried and I just cried and cried and I cried and I I shook like a baby and I just cried for all night long and the next day it's like I put that emotion in that sadness the issue I I felt it and I acknowledged it and I accepted it I went through it and then I was able to actually move past it so the next day I got up, I showered, and I felt so much better. I still felt so sad and, like, a little hungover, but from the sadness, not... Anyways, I felt... I still felt sad, and I still felt, like, a little hungover, but overall, I felt, like, a little better. I felt like a little weight was taken off my shoulders, and it's just because I finally let myself cry, And I realized how much better that felt than taking it out on Doug. And I realized how much healthier that was. And I realized that it's okay for my kids to see their mom cry. They didn't do it. Doug didn't do it. It, So it wasn't scary for them. They were just kind of like, well, my mom has a lot of feelings right now. And that was it. Doug told me the next day, he's like, I was worried that you were going to be in bed for a while because I think that's also like a stereotype that if you get sad and you cry, you're going to be in bed forever. But I think sometimes just letting all of those emotions out is just good. So my rule for that is a little bit like you can be sad for a day for me personally. It's very different for every person, but this is what works for me. So if you need more or less time, that's totally fine. But for me, I need an afternoon or a day. I need an afternoon or a day to be sad, 
to feel my feelings and I cry, I write, I get it all out, I work it out with a person or I work it out with myself, I have to work it out no matter what. So I can't just bury it anymore, but I actually feel it and I go through it and I have the awkward conversations or I acknowledge my mistakes or I apologize. Whatever I need to do, I'll do it. But I actually have to do something or think of a plan for something while I'm going through my moment or my day. I don't need to talk to anyone. I don't need to text anyone back. I don't need to post anything. I don't worry about anyone in these moments and I don't feel obligated to call or text anyone back. And I feel like that is super important to say because I feel like sometimes we feel obligated to reply to things, but Just because someone dings you on your phone does not mean that they have the right to your time in that moment. You can schedule your phone time to when it's convenient for you, but that has been a huge thing that I've learned is that just because someone dings you doesn't mean that I have to run and jump and respond to them. That phone doesn't control me. It helps me make myself available when I want to be to other people. I take the afternoon and I cry. I write. It's very important for me to write it out because I think it's really good for me to write it out because for me, I get all my emotions out on one paper and it's almost like I get it out of my body and I feel better. It's just what I do. Maybe you can draw, maybe you can sing, maybe you can, whatever you do, that's what helps me actually move past my emotions. It's just my tip to feel your feelings and sometimes you need more than a minute. Sometimes you need a full day to actually feel your feelings, get through it, and you're allowed to be sad if you need to be. And I think it's very important to feel sad because then you become a little bit more grateful and you enjoy those happy moments a little bit more too and I feel like there's no shame in crying or having feelings and emotions. Actually having feelings and emotions is probably the bravest thing you can do because making yourself available to people and opening your heart to people is really hard. Letting people in is really hard and loving people selflessly is really hard and it's really hard to let people love you. So the stereotype of being of being emotional if someone says you're emotional just say thank you. I've worked really hard to get here. That was helpful and that you guys enjoyed that and that it made sense mostly. Um, I'm going to make a post announcing this podcast. And on that post, um, I want you guys to share how you guys stay in the moment a little bit more, how you guys feel your feelings a little bit more, how you guys stay, how you guys are able to feel happiness or anything like that, anything you find helpful that I might be able to benefit from or anyone else, please share that. I want to learn from everyone and I know I don't know everything at all. In fact, I know very little. So I really want to learn from everyone else too. So let me know if you're comfortable and yeah, I'll see you next Thursday.